Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend, the tank top sage. It's Joshua Gangsta Time Co. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up? What up? Good Christmas, good everybody listening. Hey, hey, hey. Also joining us, it is Edgelord Big News Brian. What's up, nerds? Oh, yeah. We're back with two chapters because everything else is on break. <laughs> but um, we're very excited because uh, this has prompted us to actually add a uh, special series to the lineup. Not this week, but next week. We'll reveal it next week. So, um, yeah, it's going to be something pretty exciting. But until then, um, we're going to have a little fun short show today. Uh, let's not waste any time. Let's get into plugs. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram. And at New Jump City Josh. That's on Twitter. Hey, <laughs> Brian. Find me at b.esp on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, find me at twitch.tv slash Ooh, yeah. You can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, emails at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. And we will uh, talk about it on our pre-show chat show that we do every week uh we have we don't have any more questions to answer right now i think we're caught up with our backlog so uh question away and uh enjoy the show uh you can uh subscribe to the podcast itself on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, google podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts where where whatever platform you use we're on there Uh, i'm currently working on uh, uploading the backlog to the youtube because I've fallen behind on that. But um, yeah, uh, once uh, I have a couple uh, exported, I'll be putting up YouTube episodes every uh, every day. So I guess for the next 10 days or so, uh, there'll be an ep- uh, like a backlogged episode up every day. Um, but yeah, subscribe to us on that. Like, share, all that stuff. Uh, give us a five-star review on the audio pro- uh, platforms. Uh, and uh, yeah, spoiler to head. Let's get this show started. Bloody Cross Jujutsu Kaisen. This is Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 250. We made it. Uh, Juj- uh, Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 250. Inhuman Makyo Shinjuku Showdown part 22. Last we left off, uh, Itadori and uh, Yuji, uh, Itadori and Yuji, uh, Itadori and uh, Okotsu are fighting Sukuna, um, and they and uh, Su- uh, o- Okotsu has activated his domain, uh, the authenticity in mutual love, um, which we get an explanation of what that is in this opening page. Um, basically. Okotsu has the ability to activate, once he activates his domain, they're surrounded by katanas, and each katana represents a curse technique that he has copied over the years. 
and it grant and um when Okotsu uses one of the katanas, it applies the can't miss attack that is customary to domains to that curse technique. So um the katanas are at random, so even he doesn't know uh which curse technique he he picks up until he actually touches the katana. So and every time he uses it uh a curse technique it it uh it is uh it evaporates it disappears so he can only use every technique once it seems uh but the uh number of swords is unlimited so I actually I um I'm trying to think of the interpretation of that because it doesn't say that he can't use it again they say that the swords are unlimited so I imagine that. Once he uses it one time, it doesn't mean the technique's gone forever. It's just in another sword somewhere because there's an unlimited amount of swords. And he obviously has not copied an unlimited amount of techniques. I think that would be that that's not the right assumption to make. So basically, and he uses a technique over like a, a couple times over, to be honest. But anyway, the fight continues, uh, you know. It's, it's a lot of action, to be honest. Rika uh, and Itadori are just, like, uh, hitting him heavy with these attacks. Sukuna starts thinking to himself about how uh, the curse technique that displaces the... Wait. He's like, does that... Was that a curse technique that displaces the... That places the inviolable barrier on Shikigami's trajectory? I don't know. I don't know, Sukuna. <laughs> But uh, basically, Sukuna thinks that, like, you know, thanks to the fight with Gojo, he still can't use his domain, and he's not uh, 100% on his reverse curse technique, so his healing is uh, is weakened to a degree. Um, his overall cursed amount, uh, his overall cursed energy is about the same as the possessed brats, which would be Okotsu, I think he's referring to. Um, he can't use dismantle which has the broad strike that cuts the world. So, and also do hollow wicker basket at the same time. And on top of that, he's also, you know, dealing with Itadori and Rika. So it's not going great. He's saying that they're applying the same principle that allowed the boys attacks to have an effect on the patch face curse. Um, they're targeting the boundary between his soul and Megumi's soul. So, Every time he takes an attack from Itadori, the out, uh, his outper, uh, cursed energy output drops and his physical control uh, decreases. So they intend to chip away at him until he can't maintain Hollow Wicker Basket and then use the Angel's Technique to, remo to remove the cursed object from inside Fushiguro. Um... So, you know, they, all this to say they're trying to, like, create openings for... Uh, getting Fushigoro out of Sukuna. And, um, you know, we see that he's about to activate, I guess, Cleave on Itadori, but... Uh, yeah, he was right on his chest. But then Okotsu uses... Um, I forget his name, but uh, Inumaki. His uh, curse technique saying, don't move. And then he hits him with the thin icebreaker, sending him flying. Sukuna's on the ropes a little bit. Although he's... Ha he's he still manages to get a good hit on them with Cleave. Um, he kicks the shit out of Rika. <laughs> um, but she knocks him back in exchange, I think. And he's 
just like it doesn't need to be harder than that but unless it makes contact and the cuts e and cuts equal to the guy's attack it will never deliver a fatal wound so you know his crush technique isn't just low because he was fighting gojo it's also because of jujutsu high's defenses coming out in great numbers so there's a lot going on that's weakening Sukuna right now. And he's like, what did you do in the past month? Uh, Itadori says, worked hard and persevered. And <laughs> Okocha's like, I cheated. Um, and they both was like, huh? <laughs> wait, what? What? <laughs> uh, Okotsu is just like, if it wasn't for the fight against Gojo, he probably would have killed us by now. Um, yeah. You know. They have to settle it right now, is what they both pretty much decide, uh, decide on. Um, and Okotsu uses, um, I think his name is Charles, uh, the future guy, the guy who can uh, see the future using his technique. He's fulfilled the uh, mm -hmm. conditions for ink, and he manages to predict Sukuna's attacks and, uh, and counter him. Um, then they start jumping him, just straight up, and... <laughs> Sukuna's just thinking to himself, like, all of the techniques that are being used on him right now, the Jacob's Ladder, the uh, the 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 woman's technique inv uh, involving, you know, using space as a single sur uh, surface, the inviolable barrier on the Shikigami, Shikigami's uh, trajectory, curse speech, precognition, and he's like, limitless curse technique? No, six eyes are necessary to control that. So is that it? He's like, even Sukuna leaves an opening. Oh, no, now... um. Okotsu thinks to himself is like, even Sukuna leaves an opening when uh, encountering a technique for the first time. So that should do even more. And then he grabs a katana and he's like, this is it. He gets closer and uh, he uses like that space thing uh, to cloak himself. And then he stabs, in, he makes a stab towards Sukuna, but Sukuna grabs the katana. And then Okotsu says, cleave. And then the cleave starts to appear. Like, Sukuna's face starts getting cut up. And he's like, this is my, you know, <laughs> technique, I imagine. It's the end of that sentence. Um, but that's the end of the chapter. Ooh-wee. Josh, what did you think about Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 250? Um, what can I say? This chapter was fucking lit. There's only two of them, but RGC, oh, for yeah. sure. RGC. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get that out the way. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Yeah, let's, let's get into it. Um, so, I thought it was really interesting how, like, most of the copy abilities of Kotsu is using were all ones he seems, like, to not have been around to witness. So it really made me think about like like what are the conditions for his copy ability, right? Is it just word of mouth? Like, yo, man, this guy had an ability and it did this, this, and that, and he's just like, oh, okay, thanks. Is it is it that easy? I would imagine. Oh, I maybe think the only one he didn't really experience was the ink one. But you know, he's on his side. So no, he was there. Yeah, yeah I just thought about. So it's it. that think, was the person they showed in the panel. Yeah, right? in that little panel where he's like, "What's going on in the barrier?" That that was Charles, that whose uh, ink belongs to. Yeah. So I think yeah. all he needs to do is like he's seen the icebreaker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm. These are all like techniques of people he's been around. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't know about the Shikigami one with the inviolable. I don't know if that's Gojo's thing. I don't think so. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know uh, for sure, but whatever. With that said, though, I, I'm still holding out hope. But it'd be really nice to see like certain like curse techniques from you know like the classmates. Like you know, it would have been nice to see no bars. That'd be really cool. You throw the sword at his, like to um yeah residents, Rika something like that. Yeah, and then like she stabs Sukuna. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah, they, they they could do something cool. Unfortunately, with Nobara, unfortunately with Nobara, we don't know. We like they couldn't have met. Oh, shit! Yeah, he hasn't Damn seen it. her technique or been around her. She's never. He's never met Nobara. Yeah. Now that I think about it, all the other abilities are like. Like even from the other class, uh, like the guy with the blood techniques, that's a family thing. Yeah, only Sukuna could copy. By that the way, he's that guy. In theory, he could use Boogie Woogie because he knows Toto. Yo, yo, that would be crazy. Honestly, when <clears throat> I thought he was gonna use it during one of those panels when he was in the air. Yeah, it's just not his choice. You know what I mean? Like the the uh, the techniques appear at random. Well, it's it's Akutame's choice, but uh, yeah, sure. But <laughs> you know, maybe there's still time. There's still time. I mean, he just hit, he just hit your boy in the face with a cleave. He, I know Sakura's not dead, but he's he's that's gonna be tough. Oh, you know he's tight. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Why was my favorite part of this entire comic uh, when he sits when he stands folding his arms? Looking at them, like, when he asked them, what did y'all do to pass them? I'm like, damn, y'all have improved. <laughs> and it's just so funny because they, Okosu and Itadori, like, both answered so honestly, which is why they both said, huh? Because <laughs> of, like, they just have such different perspectives. And, like, neither is, like, specifically negative or positive. It's just, like, Itadori knew. I worked really hard to get to where I'm at right now, and, and, and Okosu just understands that, man... <laughs> If it wasn't for you know the, us coming at Sukuna in waves, we, you know I would be in no position to go toe to toe with him. So <laughs> I really enjoyed that. And it it kind of like further supported the two main character uh, aspect going on here. They really Okosu has the floor a bit more because he just came pulled up to the scene and he's got you know during the fight. But like it, it really does feel like these are two characters that hold e- both equally hold a lot of like um, story weight, not just like combat or like you know, yeah. Just, just neither of them can't just lose. It's gonna be a really, really big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, this this fight is a treat, man. Uh, so I, I'm gonna end it there. Uh, I, you know, I, I have one more thought. I have one more thought. Um, in on page was that page fourteen? Um, the same the same page where he was like where mm-hmm. they said oh cheat uh, work hard and persevere. Mm-hmm. Um, he Sukuna mentions that oh it doesn't need to be harder than that, but unless it makes contact and cuts equal to that guy's attack, and then they have a picture of Sukuna, uh, facing against the volcano head guy that Okotu fought. I wonder if they're like saying that's the that's the amount of output they need, and like maybe I wonder if Sukuna knows that Akosu fought him. You know, because if he doesn't, then 
he doesn't know that a Kotsu has something up his sleeve of that output. Yeah. So there's uh, some things that can happen. All right, that's it. Uh, Brian, what are your thoughts? Um, this was another classic uh, Gege fucking choreograph- art choreography masterclass. Because, man, he just he just knows how to write a fight scene. He just knows. It's in his fucking blood. He is one of the best at it by far. And it's not even close. Um, Really, really fun chapter to read. It's fun to see all of the little intricacies of curse technique being busted out here. Um, Seeing uh, Yuji be kind of like a untouchable target or like an unblockable target for Sukuna is pretty interesting because it kind of adds more to the fact that Yuji is just extremely fucking annoying to this guy. <laughs> like, um, he doesn't really have a countermeasure for him. Uh, and that's mainly because Yuta makes it really hard for that to happen, you know? Um, so they, they are both like accomplishing, uh, their own goals at the same time while fighting while Yuji is more like supportive than anything I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still really fun to see like they both have their their role in this fight and it's really hard for Sukuna to figure out how to get around it. So it's only well obviously it's only a matter of time before Sukuna cracks the code but it's really fun to see it be, see it be done this way. Um and this is a really rare case for a shonen manga anyway because you have two protagonist like characters, you know, duking it out. So I don't know. Great, great chapter. Very well done. I mean, yeah, agreed. So fucking good. <laughs> um, yeah, the, I think like it's so cool that like the way they nerf Sukuna in in a way by forcing him to use two of his hands and you know the the stomach mouth to to keep his wicker hollow wicker basket going, so he yeah. can avoid the don't miss hit. What but that would still just open him up to physical attacks that are coming from Yuji and um, from Rika. So it's it's just like kind of brutal all around. I'm, I'm wondering how Sukuna gets out of this one because I'm still not convinced that Akutami is going to break our hearts here. <laughs> he gets out of it once he's able to do his uh, domain expansion again, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and that's the problem, you know, because they keep him using curse technique to just, like, keep doing the domain. So I think, like, it's just he'll just never reach a point where he's going to be able to do his domain because he has to fucking keep up with so much shit going on around him. Yeah. You know, his his output is decreased every time Yuji hits him. So, I don't know. But he'll probably find out or find a way to do his domain. (laughs) (laughs) They'll probably just do it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm so excited for what comes next. So glad that it's not off next week because I'm going to need to to, for this to keep going. Very excited. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I don't have much thoughts. It was so cool. Such a fun chapter to read. This fight is awesome. It's so cool to see uh, Okosu's domain be actually very cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know? As creative as it can be. 
with yeah. it being a copy based strategy. Yeah, my whole thing is that like if he could use a technique once, if he could only use it once per katana use, how come he can keep using thin icebreaker? You know what I mean? Like there's he's using like the that woman's technique a bunch of times. Yeah, he used it. I'm kind of well, confused at the wording here because he says that even Okotsu doesn't know which curse technique is in a particular katana until he takes it in his hand. Each katana disappears after it releases its curse technique, but the number of swords is unlimited. So I don't know what that really means. Does that mean that, you know, he just picks a, a sword and he just has that technique? Yeah, Maybe he has a one-time use on it. The same one. That's exactly what happened. He just happened. He only got it twice. Well, he used it a bunch. He used Which it is... again when he uh, disappeared before he used Cleave. You know, that space thing. Yeah, that was... Yeah, he just used it twice. Hmm. Fun. And he used it in the chapter before, I think. He used, he used it once in the chapter before. He used it again to, you know, warp space and stuff. And, you know, he's That's pulling... That's not the move to warp space. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? Thin Icebreaker. Oh, is that the Cannon Head kid? No. Thin Icebreaker no, isn't is, that the, the, is, the girl. is the. That's what like, I'm saying. The, because he's doing it. The Ice Sorcerer, right? No. No. Thin Icebreaker is. Oh, uh, you're talking about. Yeah, you're right. That's that. That Sky Ladies. Yeah. With the warping of the spit. Yeah, he keeps getting that one. Yeah, he keeps using it. <laughs> I don't know. Let me. I'm gonna Google it real fast because because I need no, to. Know. You, you know what? I meant to say that like, and I was hoping one day I would comment on it. Like, it, like he keeps using that technique where he like, it, where you could see he's grabbing like like space, and that and that was that girl's technique. But he used it a handful of times. You're right. At least. This chapter, at least one. Mm -hmm. Let me see. Ooh. Yeah, man, he was spamming this shit. <laughs> like, maybe there's nah, several copies different. of the same technique in. That's what I'm thinking way. is that. He picks up like the the katana disappears, but the technique still exists in the katanas. He could he could in theory pick it again, but he keeps picking it. <laughs> he keeps ending up with it. That's what I'm saying. He keeps getting it, which is like I I guess I'm willing to chalk it up to luck. It's mm. just weird that Gigi decided to make him use it so much. It was an interesting decision. Okay, his uh. Breaking down. Uh, damn it. <laughs> I can't find an explanation. Whatever. Maybe this is just taking too long. We'll just have to. He got cleaved in his motherfucking face. Mm. Okay. I'm really Power proud Wars. of Itadori. 
Okay, so Utah's domain manufacturer is tattoos yeah, and a you, technique for those who are he has the copy. Um, this domain expansion is so incredible that it allows Utah to land unrestricted copy techniques as his sure attack hit. This simply means that Utah sure hit attacks him attacks see him utilize any technique that he's pat copied over the past years without restrict any restrictions. He can use them repeatedly as many times as he wants, and they will always land. Which just makes him truly special. Furthermore, oh wow. Yeah, I guess like this, they're interpreting it as that like once he draws a technique, he could just use it with impunity. Which is kind of nuts. As long as he picks up a sword. Yeah. Oh wow, that's crazy, man. That is, that is, that is banana. Yeah. Oh, right. That makes sense because that's why Sukuna was counting them. It was like, what else? Are you getting Jacob's Ladder, which is the built-in one? Okay, so... Curse technique, treating space as a surface. Curse technique, placing it... One becomes... uh, Okay, so I I think I found something. The number of swords within the domain are said to be unlimited, but each of the copy technique fades away once they're used. So as fans seen throughout the chapter, there are copy techniques from other opponents he's defeated or seen in the culling game. And there's a couple uh, Oh, what? That doesn't exp- explain anything. One becomes a, a katanas, and the others are filtered through into many. There are many. They're filled with domain at random. You only figures out what the. That's so confusing. I don't know. It's confusing. Because <laughs> it, it, it feels like they're saying that Okotsu's. The technique he draws disappears with the katanas. But he's using certain techniques several times over. It selects one curse technique from among those he's copied and stockpile and stockpile grants it to the barrier for as a can't miss attack. My, my best yeah, explanation Maybe is somebody that in the once comments. he gets an ability, listen, I, I think once he gets an ability, he can use any of those stockpiled abilities at choice mm-hmm. um, when he picks up a katana, you know, um, especially if it already has one of those abilities in it, perhaps. But when he picks up a new one, he just adds it to his stockpile, you mm-hmm. know, until and no one knows until he uses it. So he could have a few more techniques ready since he's picked up a few more swords. Mm hmm. And I mean, you know, it's his domain. It sounds super broken, but it also makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I just wish, I guess, like, that's my only criticism of this chapter. I wish it was, like, more clear the specifics about the katanas and their significance as to what, like, when they disappear. That when they disappear, does that mean that the curse technique is gone, or is that he just has, he just has the Sky Ladies technique? already drawn he could just use that because he drew it the katana disappears as like i guess a a formality or an encouragement for him to pick up a different sword right which doesn't really seem very clean yeah but i'm willing to let it go yeah maybe they'll clarify next chapter but that's really all i have about you guys and outside of that it's kind of confusing but Overall, pretty lit. 
Um, all right. Uh, with that being said, that was Jujutsu Kaisen. We ready to move on to the next one? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, go. Undead Unluck. And uh, with that, I'm going to toss this one over to Jerush. What up, everybody? This is uh, Undead Unluck, chapter number 194. Um, last week, Fuko was uh, continuing her duel with uh, Unstoppable, uh, also known as Top. Um, he has a whole name. It's really extra. Um, top Bull Spark. You gotta say it again in the chat. Bull Spark. Top, top Bull, Bull Spark. Yeah, that's pretty lit. Um, so they was fighting. They was fighting, and um, ended up causing a landslide. And uh, in the midst of a landslide, almost hitting his mother and his family and such. Uh, the wicked rule, the super duper secret, untouchable. Super duper mega badass rule. Awesome. I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to make this as epic as possible for you guys. Uh, that one of these rules, um, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it is epic. I'm just keeping it real. So, um, yeah, Beast shows up and uh, he screams at a landslide and it stops. Pretty crazy, and uh, that leads us to the beginning of this chapter. So, uh, Beast is getting gully immediately. He's like, "Who wants it? Who wants it? Who's gonna fight? Who's gonna fight?" And um, before anybody can um, say anything, he pulls up to Fuko and uh, gets punched. She gets punched right in the face. Uh, Beast then jumps up and uh, you know into the moonlight, and it looks very thematic and quite frankly awesome. Uh, Everyone's nervous. And uh, Fuko's like, (laughs) 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 and he's like, yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) She's talking about, um, oh, is it possible to issue a point transfer without being present at the round table? And he was like, yeah. Um, You know, Juiz gave roles to the round table so that uh, I guess people wouldn't know that it was uh, Ark. Whatever. Um, maybe we could talk about that later. But um you know, Apocalypse was mad about that, of course. So she so Fugo's like, All right, so um like I'm about to pick the three participants to uh in the neutralization of Uma Beach. So first is Fuko Izumo. Unlock. Uh and the last two will be and then uh before she has to say it, Beast pulls up to top and um and Haruka. That's her name, right? Haruka? Yeah. Yeah. Um, unbreakable. And she got wounded. Her ears, her ears got violated by Beast, which sounds kind of crazy. But when he when he yelled, she covered Top's ears and exposed herself. So she's she's weak. And he pulls up to them like, yo, um, that's my kill. I'm about to eat her. Move. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, people aren't food. And he's like, nigga, you were just talking earlier about survival of the fittest and that you love the order of the beast. And as he's talking, all these animals start to pull up, and so does my cat Coco. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> Hi, Coco. Oh, I wonder, is my cat here? Gonna say something? No. She's not gonna say nothing. So, um,. Yeah, so all these animals from the forest start pulling up and surrounding Top and Haruka. 
And he's like, oh, what, you thought it was one on three? I'm the Uma beast. Uh, every beast that dwells in this forest is your enemy. So he's just, yeah, run. And then, you know, they, he's talking shit. Like, oh, this is survival of the fittest. Uh, appreciate this master rule. So, um, Uko bucks a few shots at him. And he catches them all with his teeth. Wow. Um, that's pretty badass. Pretty cute. Quite edge. Yeah. Brian, you would love this guy. Like, look. look at this guy. Yeah, he's... Put bullets with his beast teeth. His beast teeth. Yeah, I mean that's, like a brand that's that's an amazing feat. Maybe. Oh, well, we you're gonna see what he's about really soon. So, um, he's talking about how we can't, you know, creatures can't coexist. Uh, the world is about survival of the fittest. That's the third time he said it, by the way. Um, he who hunts is the winner, and he punches Fuko, but she guards this time. And he's like, if you don't want to die, you better hunt me. Please. <laughs> hunt me. Hunt me. And, uh, I'm an animal. So top. Yeah, please. Yes. <laughs> hunt me good. <laughs> so um, top runs his family and uh, Haruka. Um, you know, off, and, and uh, I forgot Julia was there too. LOL. Um, runs them away from the forest and into the town and realizes the the animals aren't following them anymore. And he's like, maybe they're just locked to the forest. Who knows? Um, and then Haruka says, all right, I'm about to head to the forest. And Tapa's like, what's wrong with you? Like, we can't, like, I can't, we can't beat him. Like, Foucault's struggling against him. And she was beating my ass. Like, what hope do we have? And, um, you know, Unbreakable is like, listen, uh, if I don't go now, I won't be able to call myself unbreakable, much less human. And she screams that she's going to uh, join the quest. And uh, yeah, so, okay, that looks like they're going to be a second member. Top is just standing there looking fearfully, and he has a big boy decision to make. So we come back to Fuko, and uh, she's getting her ass beat by Beast. And he's standing there like Sagat with his knee up. No, what is he doing? Oh, he's like scratching, <laughs> yeah. scratching his he head. He does with have his it. Oh, I thought he, that's worse. Than I, I thought he had the tiger. I didn't even head. see that. I thought he was yeah. also stretching his leg. He's scratching his fucking head with right. his foot. He said, Boy, you're the total opposite of injustice. Unluck can't be used unless you're fond of your foe. Your foe. It ain't going to do squat against us. <laughs> Yeah, he must not know Fuko like that. She loves everyone. Yeah. Juiz chose the wrong vessel to carry on the loop. If only you had Unbeast on your side, eh? And Fuko's like, that doesn't exist. And you know that, all right? Like, calm down, all right? There was that one time uh, with, with the Uma move and, uh, and, and Unmove with Chikara. That was his name, I think, right? And... uh. Fugo says, oh, God treats this world like a game while leaving our side few past the victory. Your natural enemy is an unbeast. There's no such thing. That's the exact task of the three facing you right now. She's like, oh, Apocalypse, I'm calling it, yo. Transfer them points to these two people, which is unbreakable, and top. Um, as Beast turns into a fucking anaconda and is about to bite uh, Fugo on the head, uh, top and unbreakable pull up with the fucking drop kick all the way from town 
That's that that's some velocity, man. And he says, You piece of crap. My name is Top Bull Sparks. <laughs> and uh <laughs> you know, Beast is very excited about this. And he's like, You heard her apocalypse. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, shut up. Shut up, you bastard. <laughs> you fuck I'm about to lose. Shut up, you book. I'm about to lose. Enjoy that smile. Yeah, right? Enjoy that smile while you can. You're about to be mad again. <laughs> this shit is routine. You know Foucault is the truth. She makes shit happen more than anybody else. She's a go-getter. She gets it done. Yeah. She really does. And she came from not being like that. Yeah. Mega character development. You can't stop that beast. You really can't. No. Definitely not with that whack-ass snake. No, yeah, you're gonna you better turn into something really scary, like a big ass water bug. Yeah, you're gonna need uncharacter development to take her down. Yeah, that doesn't exist. No. So GG. Anyway, uh, that was the end of the chapter. Uh, Chris, you got any thoughts? Wow, this was really cool. This this two page spread rules. I don't know something about cool drop kicks and axe kicks. This guy has unbreakable shoes on. He hit him with the unbreakable Nikes. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Love it. Um, Yeah, but really cool. I, I always wondered that about, like, the amount of negators versus UMAs. And it's good to have that acknowledgement that there are not as many negators as there are UMAs. Um, not even close. Hmm? Not even close. Yeah, like, they're... There's not a lot of actual pairs of things that move, uh, that, like, link up together. There's not, like, counters, a whole ton of those. So, that's really cool. Um, I am understanding a little bit the lesson here that they're trying to get across with, like, survival of the fittest and whatnot. And it is a pretty solid lesson is the idea, you know, like, the reason that there, I guess, are rules in society is that, you know, these things are, it's a social contract, you know. In order to coexist, we all have to agree on a certain set of normal, like, just baseline acts and, you know, stuff that is not allowed. And, you know, also looking out for each other when things are tough. And I think that's what Unbeast is, is that he represents the ultimate logical conclusion of what Top was going for at the start of this arc. Where the idea is you only look out for yourself when you hunt something, it's yours, and anybody who tries to claim that, you should kill. Um, and, you know, obviously the negators in the Union are the ideological opposite of that, where, you know, everybody sticks together, power, friendship, tough, stuff like that. That is all, you know, true to true to, um, to a lot, to an extent, even though to some it may seem like um, too idealistic, but... Yeah, that's the real, like, I guess, battle here, you know. It's just the idea of selfishness versus, you know, community and coming together for a common goal. And uh, I dig that. Um, Also, Beast turning into an anaconda was kind of cool. That was pretty rad. That was pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are my thoughts. I thought it was a really good chapter. Josh, what did you think? Um, I, I really enjoyed this chapter too. 
Jujutsu Kaisen was fucking insane, so you know it is what it is. But um, I I I agree with your um with your analysis, and uh, I think it's cool. I think it's constructed well. It you know kind of I don't want to say I don't think on the nose is the right way to put it. So I'm just not gonna really comment on that at all. What I am gonna say is that like I think uh to add on what you were saying. You know, within society, within that social construct, it's not just something that we subscribe to, you know, for the sake of doing it, but it's a matter of, you know, we we believe that things can be made better. You know that we, that, you know, not only are, are, are we safer, but uh, we can improve so much more on life by uh, being within contract of each other and respecting each other and and working with one another. So, you know, um, I love that idea. <laughs> I, I, I preach that. And um, Top Top is young, so it makes a lot of sense for someone like him uh, to, you know, interpret the world in such a way because of the conditions around him. That's, uh, you know, and uh, I don't, that's why I don't blame a lot of people Um in general, especially like in, you know, impoverished communities where there really isn't a drive, a community drive, you know, to understand like people, you know, their own material conditions and why it is the way it is around them and what can be done to make it better. And uh, this, you know, this story here, this picture that um, uh, the author of Funded Unluck, who I cannot remember their name. I'm sorry. Um, maybe Chris can pull it up um, real quick. I think his name is uh, Tozuka, but let me get his full name. Uh, yeah. well, I'm stalling anyway. Yes, yeah, stall. Point is... Yoshifumi... <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Yoshifumi Tozuka. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's why, you know, uh, Tozuka... I, I I lost my train of thought, but I think I think that's just the point. I, th- I think it was set up well that, that that someone like Top, who is in those you know tough conditions, couldn't see a way out, um, and and resorted to that type of lifestyle. So it's it's really deep. It's 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 deeper. It, it's maybe I think the word I was looking for earlier was that it's a little cheesy, in a way, or maybe like um um another word I'm looking for I think cheese is the best word I could say right now but uh it's a good message nonetheless and I want them to beat the shit out of Beast and then Top is gonna be like I'm gonna be he's gonna be a good boy for the rest of his life and he's gonna dedicate his life to politics (laughs) that'd be pretty cool yeah political Top yeah Those are your thoughts? Yeah, those are those are my yeah. thoughts. I'll have a little to add. I think like uh there ain't nothing wrong with a little cheesy message, you know. These are more pointed towards young adults more than anything, you know, teenagers and such. So I think like yeah. uh, nothing wrong with a good little cheesy message there. It's important to not overcomplicate your story or your themes by having 
tons of gray sometimes and undead of luck has always been this this has always been you know the kind of vibe for for the series so um yeah i i like it i i know that uh, i love that undead and luck knows what it is and it doesn't try to be it doesn't try to overcomplicate itself because a lot of the time simple can be really damn good and that's what undead and luck is i think the more direct you can be with uh with your themes and messaging you're the more you can focus on character and, you know, all that stuff. So I think he's doing a great job, Yoshifumi Tozuka. Um, but yeah, that's all, that's all my thoughts. Uh, are we ready to wrap this one up, boys? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. That was Undead Unluck, and that has been our show. Hey, we managed to make this uh, a bit of a longer one than I expected, to be honest. <laughs> we got here at uh, 45 minutes. Very, very happy to get that, at least. Uh, but yeah, we only have two series this week. Uh, I think everything will be back next week. Um, one Piece, My Hero, Jujutsu Kaisen, Undead, and our new series that we'll, uh, we'll drop on you guys just to, you know, have a little bit of a buffer. I think we should have at least three series um, per week, so... Yeah, I'm excited to get to the uh, get that to you guys next week. Uh, it's going to be a big one. Very excited to get to that. But that's it for this week. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. You can find me at the Chris Espinall on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore thirty seven on Instagram at New Jump City Josh on Twitter. Brian is at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram, and you can check him out where he's streaming at uh, Twitch.tv slash It's Punchline. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, email us on newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. And we'll answer all all emails on our uh, pre-show chat show that we do every week. Um, it usually comes out like two days after the main show does. Uh, so this one, it'll probably be out Wednesday. Uh, so yeah, do that up. Uh, subscribe to us on a bunch of stuff. We're on YouTube, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Everywhere you can think of that where you listen to podcasts, we're pretty much on there. Uh, and yeah, that's uh, that's about it. Thank you, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Stay safe, no job citizens. Peace out. Bye.